Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water, to win this fight. My guest today is Eleni Fuexi. I hope I pronounced that right, Eleni. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Close enough. It's few access, but it's okay. Thank you. Thanks for coming and talking to me today on Solo Mom's Talk. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, Rosemary. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I have a special place in my heart for all moms. Okay, good. Good. Well, you know, we're special, so. We really are. Yeah. truly are. Okay. So before you tell me what you do, tell us who you are. Who is Eleni? So I am mother of two teenage boys and I'm also, I'm located here in New York and I've been an actress and a model for over 20 years. But last year during the height of COVID, I got certified to teach and there was a huge shortage, especially here in New York, they were in dire need. So I decided I wanted to really give back to my community and specifically to the children. Mm-hmm. And so I became certified and I've been teaching ever since. So I'm a certified elementary school teacher in the DOE, which is the system that runs the public schools here in New York City. Okay. Yeah. My, my kids went to school in New York City, so I'm familiar with it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you have some New York vibe in you too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love New York. <laughs> it's an amazing city. Yes, yes. 
Okay, so you're a solo mom, and I always want to know this story. How did you become a solo mom? So I've been, I was married for 20 years, and then my marriage fell apart. It started to come undone. At the time, I had, I was, I was telling stories to my children, and I was trying to put them to sleep. And I would be so tired. I would have, I was working full time and I was juggling a million things and I would get so tired. And my children started saying to me, I was making made up stories, Rosemary. And my children would say, mommy, write it down, write it down. They would fall asleep and wake up the following morning and they would say, what happened to Christopher? Did he make it back to save the world? And I would say, I don't remember, I'm exhausted. And they would say, write it down, write it down. As I started collecting my stories and writing them down, my marriage kind of fell apart. Mm. And then when that happened, I really lost myself. I just became, you know, confused about my future. I felt like the family unit was falling apart. I lost my stories because I had found a publisher at the time who wanted to publish my story. And I had a contract with them. I had hired someone for illustrations. And then at that point, everything started to unravel. And it was a really dark period in my life, to be honest. And that's when I really started my self-discovery. And that's really a pivotal time in my life because I never thought that I was an author It's not something I had really even envisioned for myself. And through the self-discovery process, and that included therapy, Rosemary, it included self-education and taking classes and doing reading, a lot of meditation and self-reflection, I found that I had stories that I wanted to share and my children inspired me to share them with the world. And my son, I'll never forget this, he came home one day And he said, mom, did you write your stories down? And I said, no, it's not that simple. And he said, well, I know where we're going to sell your books. We're going to make some lemonade and we're going to put a stand in front of the house. And I asked my teacher, Miss Clancy, and she said, we could use her copy machine and we could just make photocopies of your book and sell them in front of the house. And I thought, (laughs) oh my God, that's so endearing. Yeah, that's true. That's simple. Mm -hmm. So at that point, this was eight years ago, is when my single mom journey began. And interestingly enough, at that point is really when my self as an author also started to develop. And eight years later, I just published my first children's book. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So it's been a long road. Yeah, absolutely. So I hear the word self a lot in your, in your explaining how things were, how you became a solo mom. Do you think that maybe you, you lost, are you thinking you lost your identity during your marriage? And absolutely. All right. Yeah, I really do. Okay. And looking back, what does that look like? It's, I, I definitely, I think I was married for 20 years, Mm -hmm. which is a really long time. And what happened is when I got married, my children became the center of my universe. 
And I know that there's so many moms out there that once they bring children into the world, that's what happens. And it's a very natural progression. Yeah. Especially when you're, you know, loving and caring for someone else. They become the center of your universe. And I think that I started to lose my own voice. I started to definitely, I wasn't paying attention to the things that were nurturing myself and my soul. Mm -hmm. It was all about Zen and Billy, Billy and Zen and giving to them and doing for them. And I loved all of that and I enjoyed it. But the more that I was doing that, I noticed that myself was becoming smaller and quieter. And I lost touch with that girl, with that person. Yeah. And then when I, finally got my head above the water, Rosemary. It was very emotional because I was like, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what brings me joy aside from my children. We're not talking about the kids now. Mm -hmm. Aside from my children, aside from motherhood, what will bring me joy? Who am I? What is my purpose in life? Yeah. I had no answer at that time, honest to God. Yes. And it took me eight years of self-discovery and work on myself, doing work on myself to figure out, like, what do I enjoy doing? What is my greater purpose? Especially now that my children, they're teenagers and they're more self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, okay, I've done, you know, the foundational work that we need to do when they're young and when they're children and they are deeply in our care and under our wings. So I feel like I've done that. Now that I've done that, I can turn the focus back to myself. So who am I? And it's interesting because I was meditating a lot, doing a lot of meditation and yoga. And I remember once I turned on a meditation, it was Deepak Chopra, and Deepak and Oprah did something together. And the, I remember the title was, Who Am I? And I played the Who Am I meditation. And at the time I had like little bits and pieces of stories that I had written down. But when I finished that meditation, I was getting ready for work and something inside me, like my deep intuition said, get to the computer and, you have a story to tell and write it down. And I was like, I kind of struggling with myself. Like, I don't have time for this right now. I'll do it later. And I was like, you need to sit and be still yeah. and go write. You need to write, write it down. Yeah. So I sat down and this story poured out of me. I have struggled to write other things, but this story right after that meditation just poured out of me, almost like tears or blood would flow. It was incredible. I've never experienced anything like that. And I realized when I looked down that I had written my first children's book exactly the way it's published today. I didn't do the illustrations, but almost word for word, except for some editing, that's the story that poured out of me. And this was a huge awakening because I was like, Am I an author? I get, I was asking the question, who yeah. am I? Yeah. And the answer, the resounding answer that I was getting was writing yeah. and sharing stories yeah. and storytelling. And I was like, 
that was never a part of my identity up until then. Right. I was embracing it to do it for my children when they were like, mom, write these stories down, you know, and I wanted to keep my promise to my children and they inspired part of that journey. But this has taken me on a completely different ride, Rosemary. Yes. And and we'll talk about the book in a minute, but I ask you that question because a lot of times when our marriage ends, we kind of get lost. Uh, we're not even asking the question because we don't know that we should be asking that question. And and That's so we so get true. lost and we, we spiral out of control. And we end up suffering because we don't take care of ourselves. So that's why I ask, because it seems you quick realize that you needed to ask that question that you, you ask, who am I? And you found the resources to help you unravel who you were, yes. who you are. Yes. And then, you know, because you're, you were searching, you got the answer in that children, in that you know, the children's book. So yeah, I, that's exactly. why I asked this I, question. Yeah. I love that question. Yeah. And I love the word unravel because that's yeah. exactly what it was. But I feel like Rosemary, when we're in a place where we are ready, you have to be ready. Like you yes. said, I was looking for those answers and I was doing my work. Mm -hmm. I was going to therapy and I was trying to find the pieces of me that made me whole as a person separate from my children. Yes. And I think that that's such an important message mm -hmm. to all the moms out there listening because we were a whole person before we birthed our children. Yes. And we should stay complete our entire lives. Yes. And sometimes when we when the marriage is coming apart and there's something that's broken, it's very difficult and challenging and we might lose our way. But what I always share with other moms is when we're, we feel broken, there are cracks, but that's where the light gets in. Yes, yes, definitely. And you have to be ready to see the light and receive the wisdom that comes along with it. Mm -hmm. And I really don't, I really believe if I was not, on that path of self-discovery with meditation, with therapy, with trying to figure out what I enjoy doing and what brings me pleasure and what's my greater purpose. Yeah. What is my greater purpose? I was working, acting and modeling and I, I was thriving and it was a wonderful career and I still do that to this day. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe at 52 years old, I'm still in this industry. But I never felt like it was my calling. And as mm. soon as I started writing and sharing this children's book, I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm certain this is my calling. And it's a whole new world. It gave me so much clarity and passion for purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. That I never had before. And yeah. it's a gift. And I believe that all of us has it inside us. Yeah. Yes, you have to search for it to find it. Yes. There's a, I don't remember the name of the person now, but he has a, an acronym ASK and I use it, but I also use it in the, the scriptural sense. Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it, mm -hmm. you know, it shall be opened unto you. And I've really gravitated to the word seek because I find that when you seek, even if it's in your head, the answers come if you're looking, if you're, if you're seeking, yes. the answers will come and yes. you'll find them. So that's, 
that's what happened to you and that's what we see you know unfold in your life so tell us about the book okay tell us as much as you can about the book okay i would love to so the book is called picky patrick and it's really about this this story is resonating with a lot of parents this is the the cover okay and this is really resonating with a lot of children and parents because it's about an eight-year-old boy who seemingly has it all, but he's still picky and he's still dissatisfied. And I think that that is resonating. I see it resonating very much with children. I read it aloud to my, my students and I'm like, Patrick was very picky. Are you picky? And they're like, no. And then I see their moms going, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes the kids will say, well, I don't like peas or I don't like, you know, certain things in, you know, with food. A lot of them relate pickiness to food, yeah, right. but it's really beyond food. It goes right. way beyond food. What's really special and unique about this story is I recognize that I was telling my children stories and weaving values into every single story. Mm -hmm. Because as a mother, we are so, we don't have enough time in the day. So when I was taking time to tell them stories or read them stories, I was like, I needed something that was going to do double and triple duty. Yeah, yeah. And I recognized that that's what I wove into this story. It's this little boy who has self-awareness and through the story, it's kind of like a journey because he starts off, you know, one way and ends up being completely different. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's, there's definitely a journey of self-discovery. And this book really promotes SEL, which is the acronym for social emotional learning, okay. which is part of the core curriculum now in New York city. I mm. didn't even realize when I, started to write this book eight years ago, that that's what it was. But mm -hmm. basically I was like, as a mom, I want my children to have values. I yes. want them to understand gratitude. Mm -hmm. I want them to be self-aware. I want them to have tolerance. I want them to be inclusive of other children and to be kind and have empathy. And I was like, how can I, as a mother and now budding author, weave these lessons into the stories yeah. and I've managed to do that. And that's, what's really powerful about this book and really unique about it. So it weaves the lessons into the story. And then also at the end of the story, I had never seen this in a children's book. What I did was I added prompts. So there's 14 questions at the end of the book mm -hmm. and they ask you, so it's basically a resource for teachers or single moms or parents or grandparents. A lot of times as single solo moms, grandparents are helping take care of the kids yes. or read to them. So you're reading this story, you get to the end of the story, there are questions there. And it's a wonderful tool if you just ask the questions, they really lead to the, the discovery that children are having mm -hmm. after reading the story. Yeah. So I'll give you an example, like I'm reading it in the classroom. So I say to my class, I'll do a read aloud. And then I'll say, okay, Patrick had a problem in the story and he asks for help. When you have a problem, do you ask for help? 
80% of the class is going, no, mm -mm, mm -mm. you're shaking the head. And I'm like, why don't you ask for help? And they're like, I'm scared. Mommy's going to get mad. <laughs> Sometimes they say, you know, I'm too nervous to tell someone. So I'm like, how do you solve your problem? Right. Yeah. You know what they say to me, Rosemary? They start sharing their problem solving skills. And they say, oh, I talk to my pets. And oh. another student says, yeah, and I love that. I'm like, wow, okay. Does it make you feel better? How many pets do you have? I kind of engage with them. And it's a way to organically connect with children mm -hmm. because children see themselves in the character. And then as you talk about the character, they talk about how it pertains to their own life. Yes. So I say, okay, you're not asking for help. What do you do? I talk to my pets. Another student said, I like to draw. Another student, so they were all sharing their problem solving and self-soothing skills. And I was like, wow, yes, this yes. is invaluable. Yeah, it is. And that that's very helpful to see how they express themselves differently. But it also exposed the fact that they're carrying their own load, which is not really good for them. Because that's what the parents there for. So. Well, I agree with you, yeah. but that's why it's so important for the, for the parents to read this, like I said, or the caregiver, yeah. you know, because it's important if you're reading those questions and you're asking the questions, because that's a tool and a resource. Once mm -hmm. you buy the book, what you said was so insightful. It's important for the mother to acknowledge my child is not asking for help right. or my child thinks I'm going to get angry. Yeah. Maybe I'm responding in a way that is coming off angry, or maybe I need to, you know, take a breath yes. and, you know, collect myself and gather my thoughts before, you know, I address the situation or whatever it is that's happening. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't realize that our kids don't think that they can come to us with certain things. So this raises a lot of great questions and then parents can make those connections. Yes. And then yes. they could say, okay, what's, you know, something you want to share or how can we have this conversation, you know, or what's something you would like to share? And, you know, I promise mommy's not going to get mad right. or share something that happened at school today that you wanted to tell me. Sometimes Rosemary, we don't give them the place or the space. Yes. Yes. We, they see how busy we are. Yes. And they need to know, I see you, I mm -hmm. hear you, and yes. you matter. Yes. And I promise you, once you turn your phone off and mm -hmm. once you shut those devices down yes. and they see that you are engaged and committed with them, you would not believe the things that they will start sharing. Yeah. And it's such a powerful thing as a mother yes. to hear those things from a child yes. and to know those things. Yes. And they have a lot to say and very profound things too. <laughs> My boys are like that. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, it's an incredible gift that they give me every day. It's such a privilege. They yes. share so much mm -hmm. and they know I, I they they just are genuinely innately innocent. And they're built to share. Yes. yes. Adults are not like that. Yeah. We use that every 
get older, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. But the children yeah. are not like that. No. So that's why I'm so thrilled about these questions for discussion because any parent or caregiver, you know, even in the schools, they can use it as a resource in the classroom to share and have these discussions with the children. Yeah. And you know what? Now's the time, Rosemary. It's been two years in New York. They have lost two years of education, formal education mm -hmm. in the classroom, in the classroom and socialization. So now is the time to stop and disconnect. I'm really on a mission to reignite reading and mm -hmm. literacy and storytelling in schools mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's magical and yes. it's so profound, the connection that you can make with these students. Yes. Yes. True. True. All right. Thank you. I like that. Okay. So what is Elena grateful for today? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I'm grateful to be here with you. And I'm grateful that I'm at the point where I am not, you know, a famous author. I'm not a famous speaker, but I feel grateful that I have a place in my heart that I want to share and lift somebody else up and that mm -hmm. I'm able to do that because no matter how dark or difficult our day gets, we always have, you know, something we could share that will lift somebody else's spirit. Yes. So I'm grateful to be here with you and to have this opportunity to share because I really believe that it's it's a gift. Mm -hmm. We all have a gift inside us that we can share with someone else and it will lift their spirits. And I really believe, Rosemary, that everybody has a story in them. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. That's why I always want to hear them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. Everyone has a story in yeah. them. And yeah. yes, my heart is just full of gratitude for being here and talking to other moms out there. Take care of yourselves, give yourself grace, give yourself kindness. And that's the way the children learn. Yeah. A lot of parents, I see parents being so hard on themselves and they tell their kids to, to be kind and to be patient and to have grace. And I'm like, they have to see it from mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. They have to experience it. So when we it. stop and we, yes, yes, when we stop and we start taking care of ourselves, they start seeing it. Yes. We're not just saying it. Yeah. They're seeing it and they're experiencing it through us. And we're modeling that behavior. Yes. And that's a gift we can give to our children. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely true. So how can we get in touch with you? So you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at elenifuaxis.nyc. And then also at Eleni Fuaxis on Twitter. And the the book you can buy on Amazon, Amazon.com, Piggy okay. Patrick. And there's more manuscripts coming. So okay. I have three more finished manuscripts. So oh. working hard, <laughs> juggling it all. That's great. Looking forward to that. And do you have a website? Yes. Well, I'm I'm building my own website. It's going to be thekidsweelove.com, but okay. you can go to mascotbooks.com and just search for Picky Patrick right now. Okay. All right. So we'll put the links to your social handle on the show notes so people could reach out to you and like your okay. like your posts and stuff. Fantastic. And follow you. Yes. Yeah. And share 
share thoughts and energy and yeah, what books are, what books you're reading to your children. Yeah. I love getting in mom groups and seeing what moms are reading to their kids. And yeah. like I said, we have so little time now in the day and we're being pulled in so many different directions now more than ever that I really think if you're going to pull out a book like this book teaches opposites, it teaches animal recognition, mm -hmm. it teaches gratitude and self-awareness. So let's really be conscious of how we're spending our time, what we're reading to our children. Right. Take the time You can read this book to them in under seven minutes. I timed it. And then take 10 minutes for the questions and the discussion and whatever. I'm telling you so many moms like call me or email me and write me and tell me what they learned from their children and how the mm -hmm. children opened up. And, oh, I never knew this about yeah. my daughter. And I yeah. never knew this about my son. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is such a great gift for a parent because you're learning about your greatest creation, your child. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so you gave me a few points. You gave us a few points. You encouragement to solo moms. Give me one piece of advice before you go for solo moms. I really, we hear this all the time that it takes a village and you cannot do it alone. So it's so important to surround yourself with people, like-minded moms, I think is the most important thing. And the other thing is and it's, it's, you can find those moms, you know, on social media platforms in Facebook. It could even be because it's so important to start taking care of yourself. Let's say you enjoy storytelling. There's a group on Facebook for moms that want, that want to go to read aloud. So maybe you can meet up with other moms and go to a local library where an author like myself is doing a read aloud. And this way, your children are engaging with other children. You're making connection with other moms and dads and other parents. And you have like-minded like you know, activities and the same values. Yes. So I think that that's a great resource. The other one I want to add is do, I call it a children exchange. I used to do this with my sister. I have three sisters, but my one sister had children who were close in age with my boys. And what we did on the weekends, Rosemary, we would swap kids. Mm. So sometimes she would, yeah, she would take my two boys and I would take her daughter and her son. Mm -hmm. That was really invaluable. And it wow, was nice yeah. to get a little break from my boys. And then <laughs> other times, it's always good to get a break from your own kids. Trust me. Yeah. And then other people's kids usually are better behaved in your house. They're helping clean up the dishes, mm -hmm. do chores. And the other thing we would do is sometimes I would take, you know, I would have my kids and take her kids as well. And do find a way when you have someone that you know and that you trust to find, incorporate an activity that you can do together mm -hmm. and then kind of give yourself a break. It yeah. doesn't even have to be a weekend. Maybe you could just go out and have a walk and listen to music, or maybe you play an instrument and you haven't mm -hmm. picked it up since you had your kids. My kids were like shocked that I played tennis because they didn't even know I could play. Right. And I'm like, that was BC before children. <laughs> so now I start picking up my tennis racket and going and playing with friends. Yes. So if you find a community of like-minded parents and friends that you trust, then they could take them to the local library for the read aloud. And then you find time 
for those things that make your heart sing that you're passionate about and start filling up your own bucket and your own cup. And when your children see that, you're modeling really, that's a good thing for them to see as well. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, they can see, you know, a lot of time we tell them what to do, but most of the lessons learn from what they see you do. So, yeah. A thousand percent every day. And And my children told me recently, this past Mother's Day, that they're so proud of me for for my about my children's book and for keeping my promise to myself mm-hmm. about publishing it because it took me eight years and I got completely derailed. Yeah. And you know, it was, you know what? I think that we tell our kids, oh, if you fail, it's okay, just try again. But are they seeing us fail? Are they seeing us trying again? Yeah. And again. Yes. And again. Yeah. So I'm proud of myself for that because I'm modeling this behavior for my children because they have seen me down and out. <laughs> trust me. And I'm yeah. starting to pick myself back up and find myself and now find my way as an author and mm-hmm. now go to schools and do read alouds and inspire other children and other budding authors. Yeah. So they see that it is possible to fail, to lose your publisher, to lose the contract, to lose the job, to lose the friend, to lose the husband, mm-hmm. but still find yourself yes. and find your purpose and still live a fulfilled life. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Eleni, for coming and talking Thank to us you. today. Yeah, it was it was a pleasure. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Thank you so much for what you're doing, Rosemary. It's such a wonderful mission and wonderful podcast. This is a great resource Thank for you. all moms. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Hello, Solomons. As a Solomon of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back 
any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.